Next Question with Simmons and Big K, presented by Shelton's Place. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Next question. Simmons and Big K here with you live from the Shelton's Place studios. Happy to be with you here on a Monday night, the first Monday night of NFL football. It's yeah. a it's a great night. Chris Simmons joining, uh, joined by Howard Zare, our partner in crime and the co-pilot of a plane that very well might end up crashing one of these days. How how you doing today? Good. we got two games tonight. You know, first Monday night football game of the year, so it's going to be fun. We, got, we saw some good games last uh or Sunday, saw some pretty good ones in college football, too, surprising. No kidding. So, okay, we'll talk about a little bit of, yeah. of, of all that here coming up on the show tonight. We've got a lot for you, and as we said previously, this has been a, a very nice weekend of uh, of football in general, specifically NFL. Uh, besides the fact that ESPN servers crashed on the fantasy, yeah, that on the was... fantasy end of thing, that made things interesting, and... Uh, I'm gonna say that kind of screwed up the uh, the game between uh, Howard and myself in oh, week number excuses, one. Excuses, that, excuses going on right that, now. Th- that's what it was. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what it was. There's, there's no doubt about it. But uh, there was a it was a great weekend of football, Howard, and and it brings me to ask the question: What was the most impressive performance of of week one? What team are you most impressed with? What was the the number one performance in your eyes uh, this week in the NFL? Well, I, I kind of know where I think where I know where you're going to go with this, but <laughs> I wonder mine's going to go with some, one of the teams that you picked as one of your deep sleepers last week, and it's going to be uh, the Raiders against the Saints. That was a high-scoring affair, and when Jack Del Rio went for two <laughs> instead of kicking the extra point to win the game, yes, I like that. I like that. Could, could the late and, and the, um, the, the the deceased Al Davis, because he asked for a coach yes. with a better name and with a better strategy. <laughs> so Jack Del Rio just That's... sounds like a Raiders coach. And then it goes it goes further than that because it's like he just went with a very ballsy move, yeah. a very gutsy move to go for it there when he had a chance to tie it. And then he, I don't know if you saw it, but he tweeted at ESPN because <laughs> they yes. had this, you know, stat, this percentage of win, this percent. And he said, thank God ESPN isn't the coach of the Raiders. No kidding. See, and, so, the, and that's what you got to imagine. Like, yeah. The Raiders, that's what you expect. That's why it almost makes more Raider sense. Raider mentality. Them. Yeah, it makes more sense for them to be in, in Vegas than it does in Oakland almost because I feel like Vegas kind of personifies it. It's kind of going against the odds. Uh, I, I love the fact that, uh, of how they played. It was, yeah. uh, that, 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 was, that was the biggest win, I thought, just because of that one moment. It was it was nuts. Well, mine, yes, it's a it's a homer pick. But let me let me tell you something. Uh, it was a great day to see at the end of the game that the Patriots beat the Cardinals twenty three twenty one. It was insane. As wow, Antonio Brown. We're, we're obviously doing this as a simulcast, <laughs> watching the game. Uh, there's no other way to do a broadcast like this. Antonio Brown's second touchdown of the night just got caught. Uh, did a nice little, I guess, as a twerk. Is that what that was? I don't some, know some what some that kind was, of booty but... popping. It was a great celebration. No penalty, which is the dumbest thing ever <laughs> to get a, a penalty for celebrating a touchdown. But just ha- he just totally uh, got by. I don't think that's Norman. I think that's somebody. I think Norman was lined up on the Yeah, they keep side attacking this right, uh, left side of the field. So whoever Which that makes sense. Yeah, uh, it makes sense for them to do it that way. 
back to where the the gloriousness of of the New England Patriots happened this weekend over the Cardinals. There was no chance uh, that Jimmy Garoppolo should have been able to lead this team uh, to a win in, in Arizona. In Arizona. In Arizona against Bruce Arians and against a Cardinals team that was, I mean, it's solid. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I have them going winning the Super Bowl, so, I mean. Well, I'm sorry. That, that just got shattered. Their dreams are gone. It's never going to happen now. There's no way because it's a week one of the NFL and everything means yeah, so much. Overreaction Monday right now. Overreaction <laughs> Monday. There's there's no doubt about it. But listen. Oh, he did get a penalty for the celebration. I think it was, That's terrible. See, let them have some fun. They just, they're just they doing things that you would never be able to do. Just let them have a little bit of fun oh, celebrating oh, it. it as the kick went in good. The score now 24-6. Pittsburgh over Washington. But regardless, New England, can I break something down for you? Break it down. I listen to a guy a lot. I actually haven't, I don't think his podcast came out today. I think it comes out on Wednesdays. Uh, his name is Bill Simmons. has a great last name. Uh, this guy is one of the best, uh, most most passionate Patriots fans, yeah. or Boston sports fans. Boston Homer. He is, he's awesome. But he's going to talk about this Wednesday. He has to. Because what Bill Belichick did in that last minute of the game, were you watching the game? Yeah, I watched the game. Okay, you're watching. Okay, so the team is is the Cardinals are making a rush or they're making a push down the field. Uh, Palmer hit Fitzgerald a couple times, gained about 30 yards. There was a penalty, then they gained the yards back or whatever. So now it's under a minute to go. Uh, Arizona has no timeouts remaining, and the Patriots have have won. So logic tells you once they get up to the line, it's a fourth down, so they're about to kick a field goal, that Belichick should go ahead, call a timeout, stop the clock, and get it to, uh, and give his quarterback as much time as he can to get a, a march down the field to get a yeah. field goal. Logic tells you that. What does Belichick do? Now, he doesn't call the timeout because that's almost what the Cardinals were expecting. That's it's what everybody he, thought. Here's what, here's what he let them do. He let them come down the field. In a frantic, there's adrenaline going. The snapper has to has a little bit of adrenaline. The holder has a little bit of adrenaline now. The kicker does because they're in a somewhat of a frenzy. They thought this timeout was coming, but not. And then once they get ready to set up the play and get the ball snapped, Belichick calls a timeout. The dude's an evil genius. <laughs> the evil genius. He's, like he, he's, he's a good coach, but how, how do you plan? Like that just it, it goes to show how how strong my team is because of our coaching staff. I think we'd be talking about it totally different if he would have made the field. It would have been a totally <laughs> different story if he didn't make it and everything. But you would have said, "Why did Bill Belichick let so much time run off? Why didn't he give Garoppolo a chance to get down the field? You know, stuff like that." That's true. So either. Uh, he, Today he looks good, but I mean he looks really good. He always is. He always. I mean he always has. It's like the Patriots cheat codes. I mean not not cheat. not we not, don't cheat. Not, Let's not start. I'm not saying like cheat codes, like they're cheating out there, like mm-hmm. they could possibly do. And but I'm saying out, like it's it. some type of Patriot cheat code. Every year they go in. It's like impossible. It doesn't matter who is. They didn't have Gronk. They didn't have Brady. They didn't have uh, Ninkovitz, their best defensive player, arguably. Right. They didn't have offensive linemen they were missing, and they go <laughs> with the glare blunt who can't catch a cold. No, he can't at all. And he but puts the him. team on his back on one end zone. He fumbles, he and, fumbles I'm, too, and then like, I'm like, he's not touching the field like he, forever. He, like, he's not. He gets back in there, has another couple big runs. They, uh, they just. It's some. It's something about the Patriots that always they win. And I'm not even that big of a Patriot hater. But sometimes you're just <laughs> you're jealous. Fan, sometimes you're just jealous. And, and, <laughs> and there's a lot of people jealous of that because listen, there's there's something special with, um, you know, Belichick has been known to throw the ball 50, uh, 50 60 times in a game. So I figured the same thing as you. Blunt's not touching it again. It's he's done. 
but no, he actually stepped up and rose to the occasion, which was nice to see. Uh, it was, I mean, it was fantastic. He ended up with the game, 22 carries, 70 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Edelman and Garoppolo looked awesome. Yeah. Um, that and, connection was everybody was worried about because Edelman was in and out of training camp, and no one really knew how. You know, I think he played a couple snaps with right. them there in preseason. They didn't look on par, but, I mean, they were clicking their – Everything worked well. Yeah. And so the Patriots, they got my vote for uh, most impressive performance uh, of the night. And I'm, like I said, I'm a homer. You're going to hear me talk about the Patriots <laughs> every week, good or bad. Uh, I'm surprised how it didn't open up and just say, just pause for a second. Let's talk uh, about the Cowboys. I don't even want to acknowledge Terrence Williams in my life right now. I've. Well, you got to talk about Terrence. We'll get to, you know what, our next segment, we're going to talk Cowboys next segment. <laughs> Terrence Williams, uh, Des Bryant, Dak Prescott, Dak Pres- uh, Ezekiel we're talk, Elliott. We're, we're talking everybody's we're going talk, under the bus. <laughs> You're going to get to see how I get riled up, so don't go anywhere. Thanks for listening in. This is Next Question with Simmons and Big K. We like to have a, a good time talking NFL, fantasy, uh, high school sports. We do a little bit of it all. So thank you all for listening. We'll be back in a second after the break. And Hallett is throwing the Cowboys <laughs> under the bus. We'll be back in a second. Your special day should be all that you ever dreamed it would be. Located in Lufkin, Shelton's Place is the perfect venue for your wedding or special event. Overlooking a beautiful pond, Shelton's Place has a climate-controlled 7,400-square-foot facility complete with a state-of-the-art sound, dance floor, dressing suites, gorgeous outdoor setting, and custom catering. For an intimate wedding, family gathering, corporate event, or holiday party, let Shelton's Place provide your guests with a memorable experience. Like us on Facebook or visit us online at Shelton'sPlace.com. Shelton's Place, making your special memories come to life. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Hey guys, this is Chris, voice of the Hornets here on the Nest, and I want to take a second to tell you about Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. When Holly and I found out that we were expecting our first child over three years ago, we had no hesitation about who to turn to. All of our friends and family pointed us in the direction of Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center, and from the first visit on, Dr. McMorris made us feel comfortable and cared for, even during some unexpected complications. If you're in need of an OBGYN, be sure to visit Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Located beside the Medical Center on Stallings, visit them online at drmcmorris.com or give them a call at 936-560-2666. Real Graphics is the place to bring in your next shirt idea. Our creative team will work with you directly to take your idea and bring it into reality. Our professional screen printers will use our top-of-the-line equipment to quickly produce the best quality shirts possible. We look forward to working with you on your next shirt order. Next question with Simmons and Big K. Present us up on our talks place. Hit us up on our Taco Casa Twitter feed at Next Play Sports. Welcome back. Welcome back. Next question. Simmons and Big K. Hit us up on our Twitter feed at Next Play Sports. We 
talk all the latest, all the greatest. We've talked about the best, and I'm sitting on cloud nine. And, and this, uh, despite a, a pretty rough week on the fantasy side, which we'll get to next segment, uh, we went, we talked best uh, best win. Howard was talking about the Raiders. That was my pick to make it to the AFC Championship. Who got picked? Who got? Who were going to get beat by my pick for the best one of the night, the Patriots? Uh, I went off. I had fun, but Howard. I'm just call me Dr. Phil for the next eight minutes uh, because it was a tough, tough weekend for them boys. Yeah. Well, we, our, our idea was doing worst loss, and <laughs> mine was the, the Cowboys. The Cowboys, let's, I'm just going to, before I get crazy about Terrence Williams, let's just break down <laughs> how we can't score in the red zone. But once the whole game, Dak is moving the ball. They're stacking the box against Zeke. Fine, Dak's getting to Colby. They're getting. We're moving the ball down the field. We're getting down there, and we can't get it in two to three times there, especially there at the beginning. But kicking field goals. Yeah, we got Dan Bailey, but you got four for four. Get some. We got to get some <laughs> touchdowns, man. We have Dez on the outside. Throw the ball up. The coaching staff did this last year with our quarterbacks. Soon as Romo got hurt, we're just so scared to do anything. We're just just not lose the game. Well, you, we're not going to win any games. <laughs> we're not going to win any games if you don't just let. Dak did great for expectations, and you know, coming in there, he. But come on, you got to let. We got to take some shots downfield. We got to, you know, run some stuff in the red zone. Where was the read option in the red zone? We saw it maybe once. Like, come on, that coaching staff's got to just let them play there in the red zone. Throw it up to Des four times. <laughs> no, listen. four times. I don't care. Like, come on. Are you kidding me? We're kicking field goals when we have Des Bryant and Jason Witten and arguably. Uh, you know who should be the most one of the best at. running backs in the league. Yes, yes, yes. Hallett actually is visibly upset right now, which is <laughs> I think the first time this happened in our. This is our third episode here of Next Question, and so it's been funny watching Hallett go through this and uh, and act in in this way, or just just being a little bit upset. And I'm sorry because listen, the, the first time the Patriots lose. He's going to be priding but right so, back it, at me. It's just so nice to be a Patriots fan because, look, oh, we always win. We the always Cowboys, win. They always find a way to lose. And it's listen, like every time. And don't call me a bandwagoner because I've been on the Patriots for a very long time. It's It's been it. something. You can call me whatever you want, but it's not true, <laughs> uh, and that's okay. But, listen, there, there is a problem whenever you have Des Bryant uh, that, only, that has uh, – Point two fantasy points more than Braxton Miller. Yeah, Braxton Miller is like the fifth or sixth receiving option for the Texans. Used to be a quarterback in college. B- Brian has to get more targets. He he caught one ball for eight yards, had five targets in the game. But even if you want to say that Dez was covered, which he really wasn't, Dak Prescott's really never been. If you watched him in college, he wasn't ever the deep bomb thrower. He kind of liked to play it safe to a degree. But in preseason, you saw something different, yes. which would give you hope that he could carry it. And over. I don't think, I, and I really don't think it's Dak that can't throw it. I really think, and because we saw this last year when the backup quarterback, they do not. We have saw Brandon Whedon, who got drafted just because in the first round, just because the dude could throw the ball like, like three crazy. miles. Yeah, and they will not. They won't. They refuse to throw the ball downfield and try to win games, especially when we get in the red zone. They tighten up so much, and we're kicking field goals. We're moving the ball. I don't. Know, we move the ball so well. We're killing the clock. We're doing a great job. For you know, we have a rookie quarterback, rookie running back. You know, <laughs> we're winning this game, but it's six zero. We're dominating this game, and it's six zero. Are you kidding me? All it takes is a. Is a 
Odell Bell, uh, Odell, Odell Beckham, Beckham, which like a forty yard catch for him, and the, there oh. you go. There the Giants winning again. Like the defense played well for not having a pass rush worth a crap. Like anything, like it yeah. was awful. They gave up twenty points to probably one of the more explosive offenses in the league this year. But come on, like come on. You know you really then, should be upset with. No, we're about we're about oh. to get. Wait, oh lord, where are we going with this? Terrence Williams, man. <laughs> no, 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 don't go there. Don't go, don't go there yet. Okay. Because there's one more person I want to like prod this fire with. Okay. I want to add one more log to it before we get to Williams because I want the hottest steak we've ever had from Howard. But um, no, the the real person you need to be upset with uh, is is Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley okay. had he had first of all he had 12 targets. He caught eight of them. You can't afford to be dropping four of those passes. Uh, had 65 yards on the gate, which is decent, but there were so many situations Listen. where he went on an underneath route to get a first down, dropped it. He dropped a touchdown pass. He drops or what, not a touchdown pass, but what would have gotten been a touchdown. It would have been a touchdown. We're kicking a field goal. Cole Beasley was all over. I mean, he was being peppered with targets. Yes. And I cannot stand – I don't know if it's because he's little. I don't know. But every time he catches the ball, he takes three steps backwards. Every single time. And he'll have the first down. That's all the dude can do is get first downs. He's not breaking anybody's – breaking many tackles. Okay? Just get the first down, Cole. If you that means just fall down, fall down. Like, stop <laughs> taking three steps backward and we're having to do a third and one. Yes, we have a good offensive line, but come on. Like, the stress of – of me having to sit there being like, well, we're not going to get this first down because Cole Beasley has to run backwards all of a sudden. And then he's dropping balls, especially in the red zone. Like, come on, man. We can't score already. You're just going to drop the ball? Catch the ball, man. <laughs> that's all. You, that's your job. Hey, Hallett, Terrence Williams. Oh, man, dude. <laughs> oh, man. When he started running inside, I was like, is this t- for real? Like, does he think he's going to break off for a touchdown right now? What is he doing? What it, what was he thinking, man? It was ridiculous. Everybody in the world, everybody in the world <laughs> was saying, get out of bounds. And Dez was telling him, get out of bounds. Everybody. He was pointing to His him own family was screaming at him, get out of bounds, Terrence. <laughs> what are you doing? Run, that's what, it's open. Yeah, that's what they want you to do. <laughs> that's what they want you to do is run in the middle of the field. Yes, you're right. Oh my goodness, dude! I was so mad. I I said I said cut him. Like as soon as it happened, I said cut him. I said we don't want players on the Cowboys who can't think wow. like stuff like that. Maybe that was a little hot at the time. No, but it's, it's but good. But for real, next time, next time, put Bryce Butler in or somebody else at wide receiver when the game's on the line because the dude ran to the middle of every anybody who's ever played Madden did anything in life. <laughs> you don't even have to know football. If you played Madden one time, you would know, well, look, we don't have any timeouts left, and there's no way we can get down there and spike the ball in time. Run out of bounds. Oh my! This dude's played football for twenty over 20-something years. Run out of bounds. Guys, how its face is so red right now. <laughs> <laughs> so mad, dude. It's ridiculous. <coughs> The best part about this is is how it is, and we're gonna have this on a weekly basis. It'll be one extreme or the other, um, and if if the Patriots ever lose and the and the Cowboys lose on the same weekend, uh, you're the all in be trouble. Miserable. It, yeah, it's gonna be the most gloom and doom. Fire Belichick. Tom Brady needs to sit his butt out. Bring in Garoppolo. Um, Romo never needs to come back. Dak Prescott can 
go somewhere. I don't know, but it's it's not going to be. Um, it's not going to be good for you to listen. Actually, it's probably great for you listeners because you get to hear how, how irrational we are because that's what being a fan is. We get to talk intelligently about sports, uh, but there's only so much intelligence there is whenever you're dealing with your own uh, with your own team because once it gets personal, like once it gets close to your heart, that's when things really get screwed up. Perspectives off, everything else is so uh, t- it's so tender to you, and you see somebody bad mouthing your Patriots on t- on Twitter, and it takes everything within you not to just go kill them. I mean, yeah. quite honestly. Well, and, I- I'm just gonna say that when some te- other team signs Terrence Williams. This offseason, I'm going to retweet it, and I'm going to favor it, and I'm going to be the happiest dude <laughs> that I do sign on the Cowboys anymore because that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. The Cowboys well, – no, it's not the dumbest but, thing, but it's definitely well, ridiculous that the dude didn't run out of bounds. Like, Dan Bailey probably wasn't going to make the 60-yard field goal, 62, whatever 62. whatever it was going to be, but come on, man. You've got to, like, give yourself a, a chance. We didn't even get a ch- he didn't even get a chance to kick the thing. So you could have been really mad at Dan Bailey. I wouldn't have been mad at Dan Bailey because guess what? We can't score touchdowns, so it doesn't freaking matter. matter. Yes, I agree. I agree. And, and, and you're there. <laughs> How it is a touch heated uh, this evening, which is awesome. But uh, Cowboys, yeah, that was probably – I mean, it's kind of unanimous. That was the worst loss of the week because uh, you can't do that. You can't have 227 know, the Chargers. The Chargers loss was pretty bad. Oh, gosh. We didn't talk about the Chargers. So first of all – it looks great. Melvin Gordon looks awesome. Two touchdowns in the first half. And I'm thinking, man, this is a great team. It's 26-3. to But the Chiefs are able – and the Chargers do this, though. The Chargers do this. Like the, the, the pendulum for them is they will start off a game or a season even and just be on top of the mountain. And mm-hmm. then by the end of that game, they, are, they lose it. Yeah, that's – Like how do you blow a 26-3 to lead? Unless you're the Cowboys. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't watch the game. I just saw that all of a sudden Chiefs scored a touchdown. Chiefs scored a touchdown. Like, you're like, well, come on. You know, they're still up 12. They're still right. up, you know. Like, but, no, the that, that Chargers just fell apart. I don't know if it was because Keenan Allen got hurt and they just it just sucked all the wind out of them or what it was. But the defense couldn't stop. They couldn't stop any, And they didn't even have the Jamal half. Charles. Charles. Yeah. They, they're not going to have Charles probably this next week either. And it's it's like – Man, Spencer Ware looked like he was an all-pro. Yeah. Which we saw that last year, too, from him. Well, he looked good uh, from the highlights and stuff. He looked really good. So, I think the best thing for the Chiefs to do is just just sit Charles till he's ready. Right. Because you know you have Spencer Ware there. But the biggest thing about the Chargers was they just – Phillip Rivers, I think, only threw 90 yards after Allen got hurt, which is nothing. Right. And – it's going to be interesting. I mean, we're about to talk about the ten teams that won't make playoffs, and they're one of those teams. They're one, well, yeah, and that's what we have coming up next. How it got us right there to it. Uh, we are going to talk. So we've had one week to look. We did we did the eyeball test, and uh, I was kind of I enjoyed my Directv free weekend of Sunday ticket, uh, and it, it it was nice. But I don't get it next week, so <laughs> I'm kind of sad about that. Unless I call, and I think you can do this. I think you can threaten to cancel your stuff I've, and they get it for I've, free. I've heard a bunch of people who've got it a couple times for free. If, if you have suggestions on that, tweet us yeah, on our Taco Costa Twitter feed. How to get, Do you have 
direct or Dish? I have Dish. Okay, well that's just you have Red Zone Channel possibly though. Yeah, we have, have Red Zone, but it's still not. It's good. still not, it's still not that. I understand. But if you do have suggestions for me, how to get uh, Sunday ticket for free, let me know. Hit us up on the tw- on Twitter feed at CSimmons13 or at Next Play Sports. One of the two. Uh, we're we are taking suggestions because football is just so good. Uh, it's a great night for the next question here with Simmons and Big K. Uh, we're coming up next. We're going to talk about our ten teams that will not make the playoffs. Now you say, oh, that's easy. I can I can name them off. No, you can't. You can go five deep, maybe seven, and after that point, it gets ridiculously hard. But we're going to tell you who we think is in, who is out, uh, without a doubt about it, and we'll hold us accountable to it. Somebody has to shave their head if they're wrong. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not happening. I mean, I'm going bald anyway, so it might as well be time for it because uh, I can guarantee if you if you trusted me with your fantasy advice this year, then you probably want me to shave my head or something because uh, my players did not look good this last week. That's coming up in a couple segments. We'll talk about our fantasy focus. But 10 teams that will not make the playoffs will be there in a second when we get back. This is Next Question with Simmons and Big K on Next Play Sports Network. Hornet fans, when you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran and Hudson alum Pat Penn. Pat's a certified real estate broker with Gan Medford Real Estate. You've heard him all season long be the proud sponsor of every Hudson Hornet strikeout. We like to call him Pat Penn Punchouts. But for all of your real estate needs, be sure to contact our very own Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. When the fans is wanting pizza but the wallet says no. Simon says it's simple when you need a place to go. Simple Simon. That's the pizza deal in town. Grando Baking Company has been preparing delectable treats in Lufkin since 2010. We use only fresh, all-natural ingredients in everything we make. Our bakers and pastry artists share a passion for traditionally prepared foods with those of you who appreciate the fine baking. This commitment to quality is evident in every one of our delicious handmade creations, and our friendly down-to-earth service is the icing on the cake. Take time to visit us online at grando.net or call us at 936-632-1005. Grando Baking Company, proudly supporting your Hudson Hornets. When I was a child, my mother always took me to the children's clinic for my medical care. Now that I'm a mom, I take my kids to the children's clinic because no one takes care of them better. Their doctors are specialized in children's health with years of experience in keeping children healthy, developing, and thriving. It is the best place for children's medical care. The children's clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Attention Hornet fans, it is taco time. Stop by Taco Casa and grab the classic freshly made Super Taco, Chili Burger, or Super Nachos. Maybe even all three. It's crunchy, delicious, and promises to be exactly what your taste buds are craving. Located on South 1st Street, Lufkin, stop by today. You'll be glad you did. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. This is Next Question on the Next Play Sports Network. Hit us up on our Taco Casa Twitter feed at Next Play Sports. 
back. I've got Howard some ice water, put a rag on his forehead. He's a little less hot now after talking about uh, the Cowboys and what was a pretty infuriating loss. We're not talking about it. Uh, we just will, needed to vent and get it all out. Just, now. Now just better. Now that we're better. Just to get out there. So we watched NFL games for week one. We got to do the eyeball test on all of them. And quite honestly, 15 weeks from now, we don't know what the NFL is going to be looking like. We don't know what the rest of this game is going to be looking yeah. like that we're watching. Them, Pittsburgh, there for Washington. Was, Pittsburgh was going to take it home. And now a couple a field goal and a touchdown later. Yeah, 24-16. Steelers up. 13-01 uh, left in the fourth quarter. And so uh, we don't know what's going to happen with this game, much less the rest of the season. But the challenge is this, and we want to see who can uh, who can predict this uh, the most correct by the end of the season. Because uh, regardless of how hard we try, I bet somebody on this list is going to make it into the playoffs. It just yeah. seems to be how continue, it works. Yeah. It'll at least be interesting down to the last uh, week or two of the regular season. And that challenge is this. Name ten teams that will not make the playoffs. And this is, like I said, much easier said than done. And so what I'm curious about, Howard, uh, is we're, we're going to go through these uh, lists. Let's just kind of – let's. Um, I'll let you run through your list, talk about it as you, as you wish, and then uh, I'll give you my picks on it as well. And so I'm curious as to what um, – What's your picks are? My first pick, pretty easy. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. I think, A, their defense might be one of the worst in NFL history. And then it turns out their starting quarterback is out for possibly the season, RG3. Yeah. So that, that's Okay, so let me just throw that in there because I don't want to repeat what you said. Yeah. Browns are number one on my list yeah, as well. They are the team that there's no chance. Yeah, the, I don't see a chance for them. I like their coach. So I kind of like the way they're, they're going, but – it's going to be a, a couple years. Then I got the 49ers. We're going to see them play tonight. I just think that might be the least talented roster up and down in the NFL. Yeah. We'll see how they play tonight against another one of my teams, I don't think, against the Rams. I'm not a Jeff Fisher fan. If you want somebody to go 8-8, eight and eight, hire Jeff Fisher because wow. they're going to go 7-9, 8-8. Eight eight. I guarantee it. Their first round, the first overall, not first round, they traded the – so many picks. Right. He's the third string quarterback right now. Not even active. Just a terrible start for a franchise for you know franchise your franchise right. quarterback. Uh, the next one I'm gonna go is the Eagles. Yes, they just beat the Browns. Yes, wins look pretty good, but come on, it was the Browns. <laughs> you know, the the Eagles maybe have, you know, a little more weapons. So switching defenses. Their secondary is not very good, but they got a pretty good good, you know, front seven. I wouldn't say pretty good. It's just Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's not it's better decent. than the rest of their team. Okay. So I'm just gonna uh, the Eagles. Uh the Titans, I'm not a big exotic smash mouth, whatever their idea is for offense. They had it, they were running trick plays in the trick plays in the preseason. Everybody thought, "Oh, look at this!" No, they they're still the Titans. They have <laughs> they're starting a fifth uh, fifth round pick receiver. He's their best weapon. Uh, Henry didn't get the touches. He he will eventually. Murray, you know, it's Murray. We right. can talk all day about my hate for Murray, but uh, yes, because how it is a very strong Demarco Murray hater. We're gonna go Bears. I think their defense is just as bad, and the offensive line. It, it, I don't think it was just Clowney and Watt that made that offensive line look bad. That line is bad. Uh, then I'm gonna go. This is where it kind of gets kind of hard. You're gonna. I'm gonna say the Dolphins. Not okay. a big Dolphins fan. The young players that they had, you know, everybody thought would come up, Parker and Ajay. They're no-shows in the offense. I don't, both of them were inactive this week. So yeah, that's it's a tough it's a tough uh, road for the Dolphins this year. Uh, then I'm going to go with the Chargers. Losing Keenan wow. Allen really hurt that team. Uh, Is he gone for good? He's gone for the year. He tore wow. his ACL. He's okay. done. So, I mean, 
That That's really right. hurts that team, and I'm, I'm a Philip Rivers fan. I have him in a bunch of fantasy leagues, but I just that defense is terrible. You know, Philip Rivers can't do it all by himself. Uh, a couple more Chargers teams. number eight, right? Mm-hmm. Number nine. The Bill, uh, the Bills. I got the Bills going. Uh, they didn't look good at all uh, against the Ravens, who I almost put on this list. They're not I'm squirrel. They're not on this list, but because they beat the Bills, I think Rex Ryan needs to get his uh, uh, resume updated because he's going to be looking at a job pretty soon. And then I'm going to say the Falcons. Wow. I just think the Falcons do not have the defense. And really? The defense is not very good, and I think Matt Ryan needs a run game, and we'll talk about their run game here in a little bit. About In fantasy, this, the run game's not there as a no-show. Gotcha. So your list, just get, tell me the names one more time, 1 through 10. Browns, 49ers, uh, Titans, uh, Bears, Eagles, Dolphins, Chargers, Bills, Falcons. Okay. So Howard's list is strong, obviously. Uh, mine, I share, I share seven of the same ones as him. Um, I don't believe, uh, I think the Falcons and Rams have a decent shot at it. Uh, there was one more that we um, that we disagreed on. But, yeah, Brown's worst organization in football, probably the worst organization in professional sports if you want to bring it to the four major sports. Titans, 49ers, Dolphins, no. Eagles, Bills, Bears, no. Jay Cutler, not something to believe in. Uh, Jay Cutler was probably the worst quarterback in the NFL to play for, mostly or play with. Because the fact that Jay Cutler is, there's no passion within him. There well, is Jay Cutler is like the guy you want to get rid of, but you're just like, okay, we have Jay Cutler. Like, like if we have Jay Cutler, is there somebody else that like we? You're might always grab? looking for an upgrade, but he, you know he's just you know the 18th best quarterback in the NFL. So you can't just scrap yes. your whole team. Right. Uh, he's just you kind of rather have a bad quarterback. That makes sense, and so. Uh, I think that the Bears, yeah, they've done Bills. They're probably the second worst run organization. Yeah. Um, they gave they gave Tyrod Taylor an extension way too early uh, on what they're doing. That's a whole other subject. But there's three other teams uh, that I differ from. The first one is the Jaguars. I think they're a year oh. too early. I think they are a team that's it's somebody that I don't think they're making it this year. I think they are uber talented. I, I love the fact that uh, the Jaguars have Jalen Ramsey. Uh, yeah. And the fact that he went after <laughs> he's, he's a rookie And as part of it says to shut up and play ball But the other fact says Aaron Rodgers was scared of me yeah, you He didn't the, come at he's me got the, He's got the confidence down so He's got that part Now you got to get the rest yeah. of it going with it And so I, I think the Jaguars I think they're they're coming and they're coming quickly see, see the way I made my list And you might have differed I looked at it as no shot I think the, I think the Jaguars do have a shot to win that win that division. They're not gonna, I don't think they'll get in the wild card, but I do think they can win that division. I, not a, The Colts' defense doesn't look very good. That's true. Uh, I mean, Luck had to throw for 400 yards for them to lose. Uh, <laughs> the Texans, they look against the Bears, but we just talked about how bad the Bears are. I'm a, not a big Osweiler guy right now. He, did, he, he had good throws, but man, there were some throws that should have been picked off, and then, so, and then you have the Titans in that division. So I think the Jacks they could possibly get in the playoffs. Just by, yeah, the only way is by winning the division. <laughs> so it's possible. I still think the Texans, I think the Texans take the division, so I'm not, uh, so I, I didn't put them. Secondly, the Bucks. I'm not a Winston fan yet. Um, Doug Martin did look good this weekend, which was, it was, he's, he's a great dual threat running back. 
Now, that's more from a fantasy thing, but his, their team in general, I don't, I don't think they're there yet. The last one, no shot. And, and I hate to say this. I hate to say this because it's, it's tough seeing that this guy is uh, the next great, great quarterback. Uh, and he's almost there. He's not in that top tier, but he should, he'll be there soon. I don't think the Colts have a shot. Because if you can't stop somebody, if you can't, if you can't play better defense and your quarterback can give you everything, um, your quarterback is giving you everything that you have, yeah. uh, and you can't make one stop, you have no shot. And this was your weekend to set the tone and to do that, but no, not on this one. So I am not a believer in the Colts at all uh, this year. Don't think they're going to do it. So the rundown, once again, uh, me and Howard pretty much the same. Browns, Titans, 49ers, Dolphins. Uh, Eagles, Bills, Bears, all those are the same. And then the Buccaneers, the Jaguars, and the Colts, that rounds out my 10. And it's a tough challenge. Send us your top 10, uh, your 10 teams that won't make it. Let us know how, how stupid are we. Notice neither one of us put the Cowboys on there because there's still <laughs> hope because the NFC East is still uh, pretty rough. But send us what you think. Send us your thoughts uh, on our Taco Costa Twitter feed at Next Play Sports. This is... Next question brought to you by Simmons and Big K. Uh, we're presented by Shelton's Place. We are uh, happy to be with you on this Monday night. Monday night football going on right now. Uh, the Steelers and the Redskins, 24-16 with eight minutes to go. So hopefully you're watching the game at, at the house and listening to us. Maybe you're at work, whatever the case may be. But we're happy you decided to spend the night with us. When we come back, we're going to our Fantasy Focus. It is a fun uh, new game, uh, Fantasy Focus, start them, swap them, or sit them. And so we will go through it. Uh, we got ten players that you need to be watching for with your team. Uh, lessons we learned this week and lessons that you don't want to have to learn the hard way this coming week. We'll be back. Simmons and Big K, next question here on the Next Play Sports Network. Home building or home buying is a major step in life. At SY Homes, the builder's emphasis is on producing a home of lasting value that families will enjoy for generations to come. The company prides itself in having high standards in regards to energy efficiency, quality materials and workmanship, competitive and timely bids, and customer satisfaction. Owners Scott and Stephanie York, SY Homes is passionate about building houses that meet the homeowner's needs. They take pride in building a house that becomes a family's home. If you're interested, give them a call today at 936-875-3362 or visit them online at syhomesonline.com. Make the move to First Bank and Trustees Texas Checking Services and Bank with confidence knowing that we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there is no monthly service fee if you open a simple e-checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trustees, Texas. Member FDIC. Soundtext designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. Soundtext provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. Soundtext is online at soundtext.com. 
A healthy heart is key to a healthy life. And so when you experience heart trouble, you need the most advanced care. That's what you'll find here at CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial. With a team that's performed more cardiac procedures than any other in the region. Plus the highest accredited chest pain center between Tyler and Houston. And our 106,000 square foot dedicated heart and stroke center. The first in the area. You'll find more experience, more expertise and better outcomes at CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial. Thanks for listening to Next Question with Simmons and Big K, presented by Shelton's Place. Hit us up on our Taco Casa Twitter feed at Next Play Sports. And welcome back. We're here, Simmons and Big K. Next question coming live to you from our Shelton's Place studios. Shelton's Place, He's fantastic. Yeah, no kidding. This is the fun part about getting to do a radio show while there's um, live sports happening right now. So uh, we are uh, talking now fantasy. We love fantasy. This is one of our things that is uh, kind of close to our heart, I guess you would say, in all mushy-gushy way, uh, <laughs> because we, we really do enjoy it. We get a good time out of talking uh, the next latest and greatest in fantasy with the teams, the players, everything. So uh, we've got a new segment for you. we got the music in the background just kind of going to uh, help help us be there. But new segment, Fantasy Football here. Fantasy Focus. Start them, sit them, or swap them. So we, what we're going to do here is we are going to give you a couple uh, names, and we will talk whether we start them, uh, whether we sit them, what do we do with these different players. Uh, and so we learned a lot this weekend. Yeah, first we, week. We learned a ton about how some offenses are going to use uh, use these different guys. So, first question, Hallett. Kelvin Benjamin this week erupted in fantasy. Yeah. What are you doing with huge, him? Start him, huge swap game. him, or, or, or sit him? He had a huge game Thursday night. I'm going to swap him. I think everybody, swap him. Everybody was watching. Everybody was watching that game Thursday night. You know, the kickoff. He had a good game uh, against a good defense. But I'm going to look to trade. I think you could, if you in your league, some people saw that game. They're thinking, oh. I missed on Kelvin Benjamin. Give him another shot. Say, hey, look, here's Kelvin Benjamin. I'll take your second, I'll take your third-round receiver for mm. Kelvin Benjamin, you know, and see what happens. So, so you're saying if I, like, if I offered up Dez for Kelvin Benjamin, yeah. somebody's gonna, somebody yeah. should do that because Some, I thought about it yeah. earlier. I think it's a, it's, it's a worthwhile see see if, you know, you can get, get high value for a, low, a lower-value guy right now that some people, like Dez, exactly, might be low on all of a sudden after one week. My take on Kelvin Benjamin? Start him. I'm saying start him. What, we're, what I think you got to do is at this point, he Cam Newton had a great year last year without him, yeah. and now you saw the effects of having him for one week. So I think uh, Cam Newton, uh, Kelvin Benjamin will be a connection that is worth it. Uh, Hallett, Demarius Thomas. I'm going to start Demarius this week. I know he's coming. There's questions about an injury, but he's playing the Colts, and Matthew Stafford destroyed the Colts. So, if he doesn't show it this week, if they if they don't give him something this week, I'm going to look and swap him maybe next week. But this week, I'm going to start Demarius Thomas. So how it start him? How it starting him? I am sit him. I'm saying sit him. Not today. Not now. Uh, not this week. Not. And I'm not going to say not Chris, ever. Chris, how many leagues do you have Demarius in? I have him in six of my leagues. <laughs> Ask me how many leagues I'm in total. How many leagues you in? Six. <laughs> it's terrible. I mean, look, the, how does this happen when you go all in with one player knowing that he's going to be great, and then he gets injured the first week? His hip is hurting. Forget it. Demarius Thomas is done. Next person for me. <coughs> Excuse me. Got a little cough going on here. 
uh, getting a little bit too passionate. You don't even probably know, or most people listening probably don't know this guy, but you should. His name, Jalen Richard. My answer is this. Swap him. Jalen Richard had a better week than Latavius Murray. I don't see that continuing throughout the whole season. I think Richard is a great trade bait for a, a RB2 slot right now. You might be able to go up and get a Foster or get D'Angelo Williams. It might be an RB2. You might be able to grab somebody like that for the potential upside of, of a Jalen Richard. Hallett? Yeah, I'm going to swap him. And swap him. But I'm going to look at it differently. He's only owned in about 1% of leagues. I'm going to stash him on the bench, see what happens. I mean, uh, DeMar- uh, Latavius Murray didn't have that great a season last year, uh, you know, metrics-wise. So I'm, I'm interested to see. Maybe Jalen Ramsey, you know, a couple weeks, he gets a couple more touches and takes over that lead job. So you're saying swap him and then swap him with somebody on your team. Yeah. Go ahead, sign the guy. Send somebody else that you may have taken a flyer on. Send them to the bench exactly. and, and swap somebody them that gets way. Hurt, somebody got hurt or something like that. Yeah. Gotcha. Next person. This is an easy one for Howard. DeMarco Murray. I'm sitting him. Sit him. Anything else you just want to say, just sit him. I'm, I'm not a DeMarco <laughs> guy. I'm not a Tennessee Titans exotic smash mouth guy. I think Derrick Henry is going to end up taking that job if it's not a 50-50 split for the rest of the season. I think if you drafted DeMarco Murray, you're probably happy about this week's, this first week's. But I, but like I said, you, he's going to have good weeks throughout the season. My take? Sit him. Sit him as well. I have DeMarco Murray. He's in a couple of my starting lineups. I'm not the bitter ex-girlfriend like Hal it is because DeMarco left him for more money. That's okay. Um, I'm saying sit him because I, I'm the same thing. I see the flaws in the offense. I don't see it continuing. Trickery is only going to work for so much longer. And I think DeMarco, his production it might have been the – Hot take alert. This might have been the best game for DeMarco Murray all season. And, and so I'm thinking, uh, yeah, sit him, don't do it. Another guy, a new name, Jack Doyle. He is a tight end for the Colts. My take on it. Start him. I think Jack Doyle just went and got himself into one of the top 12 positions in, in, the, in tight end in the league. And that's because the way Andrew Luck uh, loves to use his tight end. Him and Col- and uh, not even Colby Flint used to be Colby Fleener. Uh, now he's with New Orleans. But Jack Dole is a guy that is going to uh, break across the middle. Has a obviously big body tight end. He's in this kind of a, a, a this flex position we like to call tight end now because it's not just a blocking anymore. It's, it's yeah, pass catching. It's he a does big a lot deal. Of pass I see him being a, a huge asset. Go and, and get him. Start him whenever you do. How do you take? I'm not doing it. I'm not picking him up. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> Let's I'm just not put even, that in the I'm, buzzard. Yeah, I'm not even stashing him. I'm, we've seen. You don't believe it. I don't believe it. I, I'd rather have Dwayne Allen, who I think is the better tight end at, with the Colts. I'd rather have Eric Ebron with the Lions. They both had touchdowns last week after I told you to go pick him up. If you didn't go pick him up, go pick him up now, you know, for this way or while, because I think they have legitimate roles in their offense. I think Jack Doyle is kind of a – he's going to put up touchdowns, but it's, he's kind of just a flyer. He's not going to be a consistent guy at the position. All right, as we pick up the pace here, now we're going to start going a little bit quicker. Uh, Travis Benjamin, uh, my take? Sit him. Sit him. Don't, not into Travis Benjamin yet. I, I, it does help the fact that uh, another receiver on their team just got hurt, and so his, his value goes up. I'm still not sure about it because – uh, I think now that he's really the only main target, I think defenses work to, to take him out of uh, to take him out of their scheme and take him out of the play offensively. Yeah, I'm going to start him. I think he's a flex play. This start week. him. I think he's a flex play this week and maybe for the rest of the season. He's kind of a boomer bust kind of guy. He's kind of like a at least he was last year with the with the Browns. I 
think he'll get targets. I'm not so confident that he's he's not. Let's just be clear. He's not going to just step in and be uh, put up Allen's production. He's he's not that type of player. He's not going to be that offense is yeah. going to be the same. But I think he is worth if he's on the waiver. I go pick him up. He's a decent flex play this week. He's playing the Jaguars. They. There was times last week against uh, against the Packers. Of course, it's against Aaron Rodgers. So. Right. That makes but, sense. But, I mean, he'll get some shots downfield. So, next player on the, the list, Tyrod Taylor. I'm saying sit him. Sit him. Not yet. Watkins possibly being hurt. I'm thinking, hang on. I think there's value in keeping him. I can see why you would do something else, which I think is what you're going to be doing. Um, I would say just sit him. Not this week. Not the right matchup. Uh, it could be a very long day for the Bills this coming week. Yeah, they got the Jets this week. And I'm going to say swap them. Swap them. Which means I'm going to drop them. And I think there's a couple guys out there that's probably in a lot of your leagues. You got uh, Flacco against the Browns, and I'm going to try to play everybody against the Browns on every week if I have them on my team. <laughs> and he'd be at least a good guy to start off this week. If, say, you lost because you started Tyra Taylor and he only had like six points or something right. this week. And then another guy I would swap him for is uh, Josh McCown. RG3's hurt. He could be out for the rest of the season. No one really knows. Josh McCown, has to, they're going to have to end up throwing the ball a lot, I think. And he's not that bad a player, so I'm going to say swap him. All right. We've got uh, – we'll go with two more here on our list. Uh, we are going to jump down to uh, Sterling Shepard. My take is this. Start him. Start him, start him, start him. He is a great flex player. He might even get himself in the in the uh, wide receiver two position. Uh, Sterling Shepard is, is extremely talented, extremely fast. The guy – just knows how to play, run routes very well. I love what I saw this week from him, uh, and I'm very impressed with him. How do you take? Yeah, I'm going to start him. They play start New Orleans. Em. They play New Orleans this week, and New Orleans, that Oakland, you know, yeah, put up 35. So it's going to. I think you start him. I think both of their corners are hurt. I think they're starting some undrafted rookies. So if you don't have, if you have them in your flex, if you have them in your, you know, one of your receiver spots, I think you start him. I think you'd be foolish not to. Uh, last thing here. This is an interesting one. Uh, Tevin Coleman, running back for the Falcons. Uh, what, are you, uh, how, what are you doing? I'm going to swap for him if, swap he's, him if he's on your waiver wire, if you have to trade for him. Try, try to see if you can get him because that uh, Freeman didn't look very good. He didn't get the receiving touch, uh, touches that you would think he would get. He didn't get the red zone you know, touchdown that he usually got last year. And people forget that Coleman was starting over Freeman at the beginning of last year. Free, uh, Coleman got hurt. Freeman came in and then took over the world. But I'm going to swap about for that. him. That's a good I'm going to swap for him. I'm not going to start him just yet. He does play the Raiders, which is a good matchup. If you need somebody, if you're desperate, yeah, go ahead. But I'm going to swap for him. I'm going to try to pick him up in most of my leagues. I know I have him in one league, so I'm happy with that draft pick. But So I'm going I'm to sit and swap him. Swap him. I'm saying swap him as well, and whether you have to sign him because he actually he's only draft he's only accounted for in about 34 percent of the leagues uh, going on on ESPN. So uh, Coleman is uh, available. Go get him. If somebody else has him, make them a decent offer. I would be willing to to take a flyer on possibly swapping somebody that's suspended. A uh, a Josh Gordon possibly might be a good trade bait there for Tevin Coleman because the way it looked, and this is week one, we don't know what's going to happen down the road. Maybe maybe that maybe that owner lost just lost Keenan Allen or something. Exactly, and is freaking out about the receivers. Say, hey, look, I, you, you're gonna you can find somebody for a couple weeks. Josh Gordon comes back week five. 
hey, give me Coleman, and then there you go. You got yourself a trade. I think you're exactly right. That's our fantasy focus. Uh, we are wrapping that segment up. We've got one more to go here. A couple minutes left in the show. Uh, this is next question, Simmons and Big K. We come back. We give you our, our picks for the games. Uh, we give you our high school spotlight. And then we're out of here. We're done. One hour show will be uh, concluded. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a second. This is next question with Simmons and Big K. Livewell Athletic Club is Lepkin's finest athletic facility for you and your family. Whether it's our top-of-the-line workout equipment, dynamic specialized classes, or recreational sports activities, we promise to exceed your expectations. You and your family will have a blast playing together out on the splash pad or sliding down the water slide into our heated pool. But that's not all. Livewell offers tennis, basketball, pickleball, a safe outdoor figure eight track, sauna, deluxe salon, and more. Come see it for yourself, located behind the mall in Lufkin. Live well, play hard, feel good. Hudson Sports and Chick-fil-A make a great combo. What could possibly be better than a fresh Chick-fil-A sandwich, hot and crispy waffle fries with a large sweet tea after a Hornet win? Only having your sandwich, fries, and drink ready for you the moment you walk in celebrating through our front door. Skip the line with the new Chick-fil-A app, and you can place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. Think about it, the full delicious menu that you love available in one app. Download the Chick-fil-A app on your iPhone, Android, and Google devices today. Mobile ordering is for inside pickups only. Your special day should be all that you ever dreamed it would be. Located in Lufkin, Shelton's Place is the perfect venue for your wedding or special event. Overlooking a beautiful pond, Shelton's Place has a climate-controlled 7,400-square-foot facility complete with state-of-the-art sound, dance floor, dressing suites, gorgeous outdoor setting, and custom catering. For an intimate wedding, family gathering, corporate event, or holiday party, let Shelton's Place provide your guests with a memorable experience. Like us on Facebook or visit us online at Shelton'sPlace.com. Shelton's Place, making your special memories come to life. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Hey guys, this is Chris, voice of the Hornets here on the Nest, and I want to take a second to tell you about Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. When Holly and I found out that we were expecting our first child over three years ago, we had no hesitation about who to turn to. All of our friends and family pointed us in the direction of Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center, and from the first visit on, Dr. McMorris made us feel comfortable and cared for, even during some unexpected complications. If you're in need of an OBGYN, be sure to visit Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Located beside the Medical Center on Stallings, visit them online at drmcmorris.com or give them a call at 936-560-2666. Real Graphics is the place to bring in your next shirt idea. Our creative team will work with you directly to take your idea and bring it into reality. Our professional screen printers will use our top-of-the-line equipment to quickly produce the best quality shirts possible. We look forward to working with you on your next shirt order. Hornet fans, when you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran and Hudson alum, Pat Penn. Pat's a certified real estate broker with Gan Medford Real Estate. You've heard him all season long be the proud sponsor of every Hudson Hornets strikeout. We like to call him Pat Penn Punchouts. But for all of your real estate needs, be sure to contact our very own Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. 
1-800-242-1234. Next Question with Simmons and Big K, presented by Shelton's Place. Thanks for listening to Next Question with Simmons and Big K, presented by Shelton's Place. High School Spotlight. And welcome back. This is Next Question with Simmons and Big K. It's our High School Spotlight. We'll run down, give you the stories, uh, all the scores that happened this last weekend. And to answer, run it down here for you quickly. It was Dallas Oak Cliff falling to Long and falling to Longview in a big fashion, 62 uh, to 14. Longview wins that one. Nacogdoches took down Tyler Lee, 24-17. Hallsville uh, got rocked by Jacksonville, 28-13. And then Center uh, has not got it going here as of lately. Lost to Gladewater, 56-15. Tatum Chapel Hill, low scoring affair, 20 to 7. Final on that one. Newton just looked absolutely dominant over Die Ball, 35 to 7. They just ran the ball so stinking well. Uh, it was it was pretty impressive. I was at the game watching it uh, and, and announcing it. Huntington 42, West Harden 22. Back to back wins by the Red Devils of Huntington, looking uh, good so far. They've got some stiff competition coming their way. Rusk lost to Crockett. Crockett is a freight train, 37-14. Crockett beat Rusk uh, there at home. Jasper lost. On the road to Silsby by one in basketball. That's an awesome matchup in football. You can only imagine the passion that carries over. Uh, Silsby wins 20 to 19. And lastly, the game I'm sure all of you were following on Twitter, listening to on the radio, or maybe you went over to Louisiana for it. Lufkin lost an absolute shootout uh, to Bar- um, Parkview, Louisiana, 69-54. Parkview's the number three team in their, in the state. And so Lufkin just lost that one. Defense uh, couldn't make a couple of injuries that happened for them. So it was a, a tough week there for the Panthers. Uh, and overall, great uh, high school football weekend. But now we're going to give you our picks. And just to keep everybody updated. Despite the fact that Howard has not rubbed it in at all so far, yeah. that he beat me in fantasy. Like he, you should have done wait. much more. I was going to wait. Yeah, you should have done much, much more. But that's okay. I'm kind of appreciative that you didn't, uh, because yes, Howard is kicking my uh, rear end at this point, and he still has what two players to go. I had Williams and Jordan Reed playing, and I think both okay. of them played pretty well. Tonight, yeah. So. so yeah, that that score is going to look about. Two hundred seventy, about one ninety. I'm gonna look at him and be like, and screenshot it, send it over to me. Yeah, that's what you do. But just to to bring (laughs) things, to bring things back into perspective, I am uh, beating Howard in our picks overall, fifteen to. uh, I've got fifteen correct to his eleven, so up by four, looking to extend that lead. Still manageable. Uh, We can still get back in it. So yeah. you can, you slowly but surely just keep telling yourself that. Uh, just keep. We're gonna pick five college games, five NFL games, and then we're done. So we hope that you will follow with us. Howard, first question for you: Florida State uh, on the road with a, within a conference game uh, against Louisville. I'm going Florida State. Florida State looking pretty good um, this weekend. I agree. Louisville is actually looking uh, looking pretty sharp, but I'm going with. Um, I'm going with the same thing like you said. I'm going Florida State. Then there is uh, Alabama, Ole Miss. Uh, Bama on the road at Ole Miss, and so we all uh, we've seen some crazy things happen yeah. within the SEC. We've, we've seen, seen Ole Miss do, do, win this game a couple of times. In exactly. The past couple of years, but I'm gonna go Alabama. You're going, too strong this year. I I think you're right. Um, I'm gonna go with I'll go with Bama too. I'm right there with you. This time I'll pick first, so it doesn't seem like I'm cheating. Texas A&M on the road at Auburn. That's never an easy game uh, going into. Uh, and the end. As we talk about my team, as we talk about my my losing, D'Angelo Williams adding to his total. Uh, They're now leading 37-16. The field goal will make it 38-16 with under two to go. Steelers and Washington. 
uh, Steelers and Washington. Uh, I'm taking A&M on the road. I think this is going to be uh, Texas A&M coming out and still put on a show against Auburn uh, at, at their own uh, place. I want to pick A&M. Well, I'm going to pick A&M. Give me A&M on the road at Auburn. It's one of the first times we ever really go to Auburn. So. It's the next one. Ohio State at Oklahoma. Great Good game. matchup. Great really matchup. matchup. Uh, I'm going. You pick this one first. Oh, Oklahoma. I'm saying Oklahoma gets the win at home and takes down a, one of the top teams uh, in college football. I'll go Ohio State just because I wanted to see which one. I wanted to go against whichever one you pick. Okay, University of Texas. I'm representing the burnt orange and white right now on the show. On the road at California, I'm concerned. This game scares me. It really does. Going out to the West Coast, there's, you know, there might be it's a couple more distractions uh, out there at Cal than there. <laughs> than, I mean, Austin's not like it's distraction free at 